Hey guys, welcome to Wetlock. Okay, so I know some of you guys probably um, listened to episode two and I had to come back and edit. I did not acknowledge the fact that my husband already has children and I wanted to come back and make sure that I acknowledged his kids by no means um, did I want to leave his kids out. Again, this is unscripted. This is me talking to you as if you guys are sitting right here in my living room. So I could have corrected it then, but I didn't even think about it until after the fact. So I'm human, but by no means that I want to... um leave out the fact that he has kids he has three beautiful daughters and out of respect of my husband and his children and their moms I definitely had to come back and make sure that I acknowledged um his children having a son is basically what we discuss all the time and again you know that's that's something that that he that he wants so skipping over all of that I had to come back and, and edit I just had to there's there's no way that you know I could not acknowledge my husband's kids um they are a part of him which means definitely you know they will be a part of my life when he comes home so again um I wanted to come back and make sure that I acknowledged his his children. So we're going to jump back into episode two. Um, and with that being said, I would just like to thank everybody for the positive feedback. I'm so grateful. Um, I heard some amazing compliments. Um, my best friend, my sister, I've gotten DMs. And thank you guys for being so supportive and just enjoying the show. I mean, I've never heard myself talk before. So, of course, I'm thinking, oh, my God, do I sound okay? Um, I hope I don't sound country. I hope I don't sound ratchet. You know, I, I didn't know. So, thank you guys so much for all the positive feedback. And I do want to let you guys know that this podcast is officially on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, of course, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. So make sure that you download these apps. Make sure that you listen, but also subscribe. I need subscribers, guys. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I promise you as time goes on this podcast will get better i will get better so i'm gonna i'm gonna give you good content i promise guys so please 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 subscribe pass the word on and again thank you so much for all the support so my episode topic um for those who have not listened yet for um on episode two that i'm now editing was about judgment and um this is something that i wanted to jump into and get out the way early on um in this podcast because of course we live in a very judgmental world and we do have people who have so many opinions um about how people live their lives and for me i have never really cared about what people have thought but i am very aware of the negativity um a lot of questions and speculations and just different things like that so i did want to address um that subject matter that is part of the reason why i was very apprehensive about discussing my marriage um I wanted to actually enjoy my moment to myself and with the people that I knew that were going to genuinely be happy for me 
without any questions asked, no questions asked, and just let me enjoy and be happy that I found someone that I truly, truly love, that I know truly loves me. And, you know, just have that moment. You know what I'm saying? It's like when a woman becomes pregnant, you know, they don't say anything until after three months. You know, it's just a lot of different things that you hold on to because you you want that moment to yourself. You don't know if something's going to go wrong. You, you just don't know. And for me, I wanted to just dwell in that moment for myself. And once I got to a place where I was ready to tell my family and tell my friends. And then, I mean, I did. And surprisingly, um, I was very pleased to know that everybody was really supportive. I mean, I, I didn't get any negative feedback. I wasn't even asked a whole lot of questions. Um, guys, I am so against questions like I have a problem like I think I can only tolerate like three questions after that I I think my mind just blacks out or something but the support um was amazing the want and need for me to just be happy um was definitely expressed and so that really really made me feel good and I really, really, really um, was it was it was very touching to know that um, people really actually was genuinely happy for me. You know, um, I'm not a person that discusses my business. I'm, I'm very private. So even this podcast is like totally left field for me. Um, but. I w- I'm just really, really, I was just really, really excited and happy that I could just be free and be happy and not have to be secretive, even though I'm a grown ass woman, but you know, just not having to be secretive, um, was everything to me. So again, um, but everybody's not like that. You know, the outside world always wants to question your choices, you know, always have something to say about the person that you chose to be with and why and, you know, different things like that. So that is, again, why I wanted to address about judgment. I, um, at one point in my life, as I talked about in episode one, you know, about two years ago, I pretty much decided that I was going to accept being single, um, I went to God and just, I was done. I was tired. I was tired of failing relationships. I was tired of these so-called quote unquote friendships and the emotional roller coaster. And I just was really prepared to sacrifice anything that I needed to so that God could put something real into my life. We spend so much time giving and putting effort into these relationships and these people who know off the bat, off the bat, that they don't want what you want. And I just was pretty much like to hell with it. I mean, I can literally live my life and be single. I can have a sex in the city lifestyle. I mean, I can travel. I can do whatever I want to do. I don't have any kids, you know, and I was okay with that. But if it was going to be someone in my life, I wanted to be, I wanted to be somebody that God sent to me. So I was willing to not date, not talk to anyone, be abstinent, whatever I needed to do so that God could do this. I needed God to do this. And I had no problems. I had no problems just 
giving it, giving it to God. And that is a part of why I'm so happy, guys, is because I know, I know that this man is God sent to me. Again, we have been around each other. I have known him for years. My best friend is his niece. And I would have never thought in a million years that this actually would eventually be my husband. So to get to know him and to build with him the way that we have, it's amazing. And I am just truly, truly happy. I I promise you, like where he is does not dictate who he is. And I want to stress that where he is does not dictate who he is. You know, people speak on incarcerated men, um, incarcerated people in general, as if they are some animal, you know, non-human entity because they are incarcerated and yes there are a lot of monsters that are in jail right now you even have women that seek the crazies you know marry the charles mansons and you know different things like that so i get it i get it the stereotype of an inmate is frowned upon but there are some really good men um, behind those walls. It really is. And for me, the love that me and my husband share is something that a guy on the streets has never given me. Um, the way he's patient with me because it took a minute for me to even let my guard down. You know, if if you know me, you know I come from a club background. I spent many years working in the clubs. And you have to have thick skin because you hear everything up under the sun. You hear every dream, um, every bogus scenario. So you have to have thick skin because you, you are going to fall for a lot or two here and there and you get burnt out so I had my guard up and he had been really really patient with me so I can just let go and I am so glad that I did I can't express to you how I really am it's so freeing and um just to, to to love like this is 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 something that you know you want to you you literally want this feeling all the time you know relationships marriages you know they have their up and downs or whatever but the funny part about me and him is that we are like we are like in one like like we're like one it's like we we love each other so much and enjoy each other so much like we dwell in that we don't dwell in you know the miscommunications or you know the things that we don't agree on like we agree to disagree we move on we don't argue like this is different this is just different and i love it you know and i love it so for me the judgment of why I decided and who I decided, it really absolutely means nothing to me. But again, I'm aware. I'm totally aware. You know, people do turn their nose down to these type of situations. But again, you know, it's women out here right now that's with somebody that they're with every day and are miserable as hell. You know, they're cheated on. Um, I mean, it's it's a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 a lot, and I'm just here to let you guys know for any woman that's in my situation. You know, embrace what you have. I'm not saying be a dummy. You know, um, 
please don't mistake it and don't think that I'm trying to sugarcoat having a relationship, you know, with someone incarcerated because everybody's situation is different. I mean, this is not my first rodeo. I swore up and down that I would never deal with anybody um, incarcerated again uh, due to a previous situation that I had with someone. And um, I'm glad that I didn't put that on my husband. I'm glad I gave him a chance. Um, Mainly because we built based off of a friendship. You know, we had a totally platonic friendship in the beginning. And um, I think that that had a lot to do with it. This is something that just happened. Like, this is not anything like, you know, we, we was already talking and kicking it. It just happened. And it was natural and it was organic. And that's how I knew it was it was real. It was I wasn't even looking for this, guys. I was not looking for this. I was, again, I had it in my mind I was going to live the sex in the city lifestyle. Period. Period. So, again, um, the judgment doesn't mean anything to me, but it is something that I wanted to address for someone out there who is in my particular situation. Um, be happy. Be happy what you have going on. Um, again, I'm not saying don't pay attention to certain signs because you do have men that are incarcerated that are users, plain and simple users. They got Tiffany putting money on the books. They got Pam, you know, taking care of their commissary. They got Trina, Keisha, and these other women, you know, running errands and, you know, sending pictures and all this kind of stuff it's real you know it's real and again i'm not saying don't pay attention to the flags but you know you got men out here free (laughs) doing the same thing so you just have to go with what feels right with you and i promise you this is everything to me and hey i'm happy I cannot stress enough. I am happy. And the last thing that we need as as women who have incarcerated husbands or boyfriends or, you know, possibly talking to somebody is judgment. There is so much that we have to deal with with having someone incarcerated. I mean constantly you're concerned about are they okay i mean you see the news you 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 read the articles you see what's going on prison is not the best place um a lot of things happen so you worry you worry and you want to also make sure that you know your 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 spouse is okay so you're trying to maneuver through real life and take care of yourself, take care of your kids, take care of, you know, your responsibilities. And you're constantly worrying about, you know, is he okay? Does he need anything? And I'm just really grateful, you know, that my husband is so amazing when it comes to that because he's very thoughtful. Um, He doesn't ask me for anything, but I'm a giver and I'm 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 a, I'm very loyal and I'm I'm going to be there and have your back whether you're my husband, my friend, you know whoever that's just me. So without having to even ask me, I'm always going to make sure that he's okay. So again, it's it's so many other things that we have to focus on and deal with and the judgment is like what's not needed. You know, you need a lot of positive reinforcement. You need a lot of uplifting. You know, you need a lot of good energy around you because you have to make sure that you maintain that same energy for your spouse. You know, 
if I'm not feeling right, my husband isn't feeling right. If I'm worried or I'm stressed, it makes him stress. And trust me, you don't want someone that's already in a helpless situation stressing and worrying. So bottom line, if you can't be supportive and you can't be happy for me, how I think I don't need you around me at all. So it's very, very important that, you know, again, to not turn your your nose down when it comes to people's relationships in general. Um, I was just very blessed to have the support system that I have and for people to be happy for me. I mean, and guys, just, I mean, look, I'm 43 years old. Nobody can't tell me what to do anyway. So, I mean, hey, it's not like I'm 18 and I loped or anything crazy like that. But still, um, I love my family and I love my friends and their thoughts and their opinions, they do count to me. They don't make me sway in a different direction or make me change how I feel, but it's valued and I appreciate it and I listen. So I am very blessed that I was able to have the support system that I do have. You know, I have a brother. My my father is no longer with me. So I had to talk to my brother as if I was talking to my dad. And I was very skeptical. I mean I was. I am not going to lie to you guys. I really, really was. My brother is married um, with two kids, and he's a manly man, you know, and I know that he wants the best for his sister. Um, But I also know that my brother is not a judgmental person. He's very fair, and he's definitely a man of God. So coming to him and talking to him was very refreshing. Um a lot of advice, a lot of pointers, you know, just coming from someone who is married. And and I really appreciated that, you know. I really appreciate the fact that he trusted me and he understood. He understood um my happiness. And as a sibling, um, you know, it's it's really hard to let that sibling go and be a part of something else or someone else you know that's my brother and I was always his protector so of course you know when he chose to bring someone into his life I didn't like it I mean that's my brother but I also respected his choices because I know my brother and I know whoever is in his life is going to love and respect me and my mom and his family. So in the beginning, you know, of course, <laughs> I'm not going to like anybody. That's my brother. But as time went on and I saw how she loved my brother, um, and of course, you know, my beautiful nephew and niece, I had to understand like this is his family you know this is his family this is who he's responsible for and we get along perfectly fine that's my sister that's my sister-in-law you know and as long as my brother is happy I'm happy and it's the same way with me so my take on judgment is just like the Bible says, I mean, you cannot judge. You cannot judge if you have things going on in your life. You cannot judge. You you have you do not have the right to judge anybody's situation. You don't know what's going on with a person. Um Everything is not for everybody, and everybody is not for everybody. So, you don't know. You know, I had a conversation with uh, my sister earlier, you know, and she brought up some really, really, really good points. And um, I want to touch on that for a second. A lot of times, we as women, we get tired, you know, you, you get you get tired, and you really want something real. 
You know, you want something real. You want that protection. You want that love. You want that partnership. You know, you want someone to have your back. And sometimes love comes in different forms. Most of the time it's very unexpected. Mine was unexpected. And you just, like I said, you just get, you get tired, you know, and, um, a lot of praying and, and, and a lot of thinking and putting yourself through so much unnecessary things, um, it burns you out. And for me, I could really identify with her in the conversations that we were having because I went through that. I went through that. You know, um, I prayed for my husband. You know, I really did. Um, My dad always said, you know, be careful what you pray for. You got to be really specific when you pray. And it's funny um, thinking about that because... It's like I prayed for him and everything that I asked for, I pretty much got, I guess I forgot to say, make sure he's not incarcerated. But I mean, you know, on the joking side of it, but I did, I, I, I prayed for this connection and I prayed for this love. And sometimes, you know, you, when you pray for different things, when God sends it to you and blesses you with it you just don't know how it's going to come so that's how I feel about it when it comes to my situation this is just a roadblock for us right now this is just something just you know this this is just something this is an obstacle this is an obstacle and um I'm gonna be by my husband's side no matter what um as much as I can, as much as I can love him, as much as I can support him, that's what I'm going to do. I mean, I've done it before with other people and don't have anything to show for it or wasted a lot of time. And, you know, again, you don't know where people are in their lives. So to judge or judge a situation or judge someone's choices or who they choose to be, you have no right and again, that's just something that I wanted to bring to the forefront, get it on out the way, because I'm quite sure it's a lot of people. Oh, my God, she married somebody in jail. Oh, my God, she talked to somebody in prison. I can only imagine the conversations and the comments once I dropped this podcast on social media. But let me tell you guys, you you know, spectators and naysayers, I'm happy. <laughs> I am happy. I wouldn't care if he was behind those walls forever. It would never change how I feel and how I love my husband. Um he gives me something that no one has ever given me. And again, I am happy, period, point blank. And you can either support it or not support it. But I'm hoping that everyone that is listening to me and tuning in to me and on this journey with me is supporting and not speculating. But even if you are, God bless you. Because I'm happy. And I want the same happiness for you. So, it's story time. It's story time. Now, I I told you that you're on this journey with me. And I told you I'm going to give it to you uncut. I am going to share my story. So, in sharing my story, you know, it's it's it's... You're going to get the, the, the crazy. You're going to get the confused. You know, you're going to get the funny. And 
hopefully along the way, you know, this might help somebody. This might, you know, you might need to laugh about something. It might give you an insight on what you have going on. I have no idea. But whatever it is, I am hoping that you take from this um, this journey that I'm on in, in a positive way, um, in a supportive way. So that brings me to the bologna sandwich <laughs> saga. Well, in the beginning of my relationship with my husband, of course, you know, we were ironing things out, getting to know each other, um, trying to figure out what our normal is and how we look at different things, um, past relationships, um, different situations. I mean, because we're grown, so we definitely come to the table with different experiences with other people and things like that. And it's so crazy because we talk about everything and anything. And when we talk, it's like, you know how you have those conversations with your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whoever. And it's like, you get this knot in your stomach when they start talking about somebody else. Well, that doesn't happen to me. It's kind of like, I get more intrigued, like, Oh, so what happened? And you know what this, that, and the third, so it, it's like it's it's like talking to my my best friend. I mean, he is my best friend. But in the beginning, we were ironing some things out, and we had a little incident, guys. We had a little incident where um, I was trying to explain to him how a situation made me feel, and um, I was so upset. I was just so upset because for whatever reason, I could not get him to understand how I felt. I mean, he hit me with every excuse of why, you know, the actions of other people was the way they were or, you know, trying to get me more so to understand someone else someone else's behavior and at that point that's where you know my my anger kicked in because I'm like I'm the woman in your life now you know and I need for you to understand how these type of situations make me feel and let me just stress this let me just stress this to you guys like I am a very respectful person I do not disrespect anybody because I do not tolerate disrespect whatsoever so as a woman I'm going to always respect whatever you know I, I mean I'm a woman I've, I've I've been on every end that you can imagine so I'm definitely going to um be respectful but again this this was new this was new for us so this situation had me so upset and at the time I was making dinner and um I had put a roast in the crock pot the day before and that next day you know we had this situation and um, I was upset again. I, I mean, I was upset and I was trying to explain to him how I felt. And my husband is not combative at all, guys. Like he he's not. He will change the subject on your ass in a heartbeat. If he feels like it's about to be some drama or it's about to be something negative, he might jump subjects quick, real quick. And... I'm sitting here trying to tell him how I feel. And this man started talking about how, you know, oh, if I was home, I would, you know, I would be ready to have my home cooked meal. And I know that food probably good in the crock pot. And did you eat yet? And I'm saying to myself, I know this nigga just did not ignore everything I just said. And so... Without thinking, you know, I said to him, well, 
if you was home, I mean, I wouldn't even be thinking about food, fixing no plate. We'll probably be eating bologna sandwiches. Guys, oh my God. You would have thought I could, you would, I mean, you, the world, the world ended. <laughs> the world ended. That bologna sandwich comment almost cost me my entire relationship because he went left. First of all, he hung up on me, okay? He hung up on me, and we did not talk to the next day behind this bologna sandwich. And I'm thinking, oh, the phone hung up, or, you know, I, he did. He hung up on me. And, I mean, I'm the next day, I'm sitting here, I'm still mad. I'm still mad about the subject matter at hand. And he was so distraught behind this bologna sandwich, y'all. He started telling me how I was, you know, I was going to mistreat him. And, you know, he didn't, we, I, I, listen, it was a no-go after the bologna sandwich, okay? And for the life of me, I wasn't thinking when I made that comment because, guys, <laughs> I love bologna. Like, I am... The Lunchables kid, I can literally eat Ritz crackers, bologna, and cheese all day long. Like, I love bologna. Give me a fried bologna sandwich any day of the week. Right now, I have bologna in my refrigerator. Oscar Mayer, two for five. I have, I love bologna. So, I'm saying to myself, what the hell is wrong with bologna? Unbeknownst to me, he, you know, that's what they feed us in jail. And, you know, you, I mean... I mean, it's like I, he felt like I, I treated him like a dog. Like I treated him like a dog. And if this is the future that we're going to have when you're mad at me, you know, you're going to handle me like this. And I, I was just in awe. I was in awe, y'all, a bologna sandwich. I was in awe. Now, I know, I know most of you have growing up have had a moment where your mom or your dad was like, I'm not cooking shit tonight. Y'all better go in there and fix you a sandwich and go to bed. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. The bologna part, I mean, I eat bologna, <laughs> period. So that's what I was thinking. And he did not like that. He did not like that. I mean, the picture that he painted of me, guys, seriously, seriously, he made it seem like I was going to have him butt naked in a basement, chained to a water heater, and I was just going to be throwing him scraps, you know, down the steps or something and locking him down there and eat this damn bologna you know like, this is this is exactly how he made it seem oh my god it took 24 hours for us to get back on track because of bologna okay and as a woman I love my husband. That's my man. You know, so I had to wheel him back in and assure him that, first of all, by no means, no matter what, you know, we go through under any circumstances where I mistreat my husband, I mistreat anybody like no. But I just needed for him to understand where I was coming from. And we we were, we had two different views going on, but we got past it. We got past it. And now it's an ongoing joke between me and him. And it, it's so crazy because my best friend was all up in the middle of this guy's. Like she was trying to explain to him how I felt. She was trying to explain to me how he felt. It was a hot mess over a bologna sandwich. And I promise you two weeks later, it's like he cracking jokes about the damn bologna sandwich. I mean, to the point where even the other people locked up with him just was like it was a joke to them because he was so mad that that bologna sandwich story had done went all the way through the jail. OK, but again, we got through it and I'm so glad we did because bologna almost killed my relationship. <laughs> 
again, you know, growing pains, guys, growing pains. Um, but again, y'all, this is my journey. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. But ladies, whatever you do, please do not, do not threaten your man with a bologna sandwich, okay? I do not want you to lose your relationship over a bologna sandwich and blame it on me. Don't. Had I would have known and somebody would have said to me, girl, don't say nothing to your man about no bologna sandwich. You know, that's like the 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 pot meat of the, of the prison system or something. I mean, I don't know. But again, I love bologna. He's tripping. Matter of fact, when he come home, I'm going to somebody's deli and buy a big ass loaf of bologna. Like, he was tripping. But anyway, that's my story. And again, like I said, I'm going to give it to you guys. So let me jump into my facts, my, my, my series time. Um, New York Times. I know you guys are like, oh my God, is she going to quote New York Times all the time? No, I'm not. But the actual author, um, one of the authors, um, they do a lot of pieces on prison and um, it's it's my go-to. I, I read this. I read these this um, New York Times all the time. So anyway, July, 20, July 2021, there was an article about how COVID had postponed a lot of prison weddings. Um, and at the time this article came out again, it was July, 2021. So it was talking about how now that the restrictions are actually lifted, the increase of, uh, prison weddings had major demand, major demand. And I mean, of course, now I'm quite sure with, you know, everything going on and in these new developments with the COVID um, they're probably back on restrictions, but at this time in July, it was off the chain, y'all. I mean, people were scheduling weddings left and right. Um, a counselor in Texas said that she spent a whole weekend in 2020 telling about 32 brides to be that their wedding was going to be postponed. And I mean, they were like days away from getting married and I know that feeling all too well I mean COVID did not kill my wedding but the a sentence did so I empathize with you know these women in in this article because you know they went and got wedding dresses they planned flights they planned road trips um their day was planned and I mean when you take all of those things, quote unquote, away dresses and all this kind of stuff, the main thing to you at that moment is your union. And, you know, looking into this person's eyes across from you who you love and you want to spend the rest of your life with and you want that that bond, um, that's an emotional situation to have to have someone tell you that you can't do it especially when you're looking forward to it again like I said I empathize I I really did you guys know from episode one my wedding was planned out I mean it was planned out so you know it was it was very interesting to um read how they really um they really were disappointed, guys. And again, this article was in July 2021. So at this time, because the restrictions were being lifted, it went from 32 marriages on the calendar to 71. This counselor said that as of July 2021, she had 71 weddings on the calendar with 161 people on a waiting list. And this was in July. 161 weddings, guys, that were on the calendar. I can only imagine um, what the number is now. And um, digging deeper into this article, because you know, once I get to reading, guys, I tap in. Um, there was a 
point about the Supreme Court. So in 1987, the Supreme Court ruled prisoners retain the right, the constitutional right to marry. But in some prisons, um, not all of them are accommodating to prison weddings. As a matter of fact, some prisons only allow a wedding once a year. Once a year, guys. Um, That's crazy to me. I mean, not only is it a constitutional right, it's a civil right. You're already dealing with your loved one being away. Um, and it's hard. You know, I will continuously keep saying how hard this journey is. I'm going to say it until my husband comes home because it is hard. But to have someone, um, you know, dictate your, your love, you know, being able to to marry this person is just ludicrous to me. But again, you know, constitutional rights, guys, civil rights, I mean, it's, it's their right. And I'm going to slip this in real quick, even though this is going to, this is a totally whole different subject matter and um, definitely going to be an episode of mine. But even down to having children, which brings me to why I had to come back and re-edit this episode. Um, I feel like if you want to have children while your husband is incarcerated, I think you should have that right. I think you should be able to get a court order for your husband's sperm and go get it, ship it, whatever you need to do to, to, to the doctor, to the freezer, um, have the test ran because people like me you know, at 43, almost 44 years old, I don't want to have a child at 50. I am so sorry. Like, I am going to be in a corner with a bottle of Herodora, probably with some cigarettes rocking back and forth. Like, I don't think I can do that. So, I really think that that is something that, you know, you should be able to you should be able to do. I think as, as a constitutional right, I think as a civil right, if you want to still um, procreate with your spouse, I think that you should be able to do it. But again, that's, that's a whole nother episode and a whole nother topic. But, um, I say that because again, my, my husband does want another child. He wants a son. So, um, again, that's why I had to come back because I did not acknowledge, um, my cousin, my, my cousin, my husband having kids, I was really more so talking about me and him together. So I, it was very important that I, um, redid this episode to acknowledge his three beautiful daughters. Um, like I said, out of respect for him, his kids and his kids, mom, I mean, you know, they, they, you know, they have his kids. So, um, again, (laughs) I think you should be able to court order that sperm. Sorry. All right, guys. So my meme of the day, my meme of the day is when home is a person and not a place. That's love. I totally agree, guys. I totally agree. Again, it's not the place. It's not the place. Home is where the heart is. Home is where the love is. Um, You have people in homes right now with, with a person with no love. And again, it's it's how you feel it's 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 who you share you know the intimacy with that's home that's home my home is behind bars and i'm gonna be with him every step of the way every step of the way so again just to recap on on even with the prison marriages you know a lady they quoted a lady by saying getting married is a blessing. Some people try to judge the situation, but the heart can't help who it loves or how they met. And that is so true. That is so true, guys. Like, I mean, as I said before, everybody is not for everybody. Everything is not for everybody. You know, how my relationship with someone is doesn't mean that, you know, it's going to be the same with someone else. You can't help who you love. You just can't. Um, And I feel like no 
situation, uh, building, people, material can come in between that. Absolutely not. So, again, um, love, love is what love is who love is who you're with. That's love, guys. Okay, my update real quick. I don't have a whole lot of time. Um, I still have not talked to my husband today. Again, as I said in my last episode, he is on 23-hour lockdown, which means that um, I do not talk to him, but every two to three days, it, it sucks. It sucks. But I just hope and pray, and I hope you guys are praying with me. Keep your fingers crossed that he will be where he is supposed to be sometime this week. Um to start doing his time and we can get this process going, you know, the, the, when he gets there to me, it's closer to him coming home. So, um, just pray for, you know, pray for me guys, pray for me. Oh my God, pray for me. Eventually, um, in an episode to come, future episodes to come, I will unpack his case and talk about his case and you know things involving his case or whatever but right now i just want to focus on the love and my marriage and you know just this journey just this journey all right guys um i'm excited for my um, episode three and my best friend this was my announcement that i wanted to make that i posted yesterday on instagram my best friend will be my co-host this coming sunday this is going to be so fun guys like not only do you get to hear firsthand advice and a lot of shit talking between me and my best friend she's also coming on as someone who has a loved one incarcerated which is her uncle which is my husband yes my husband i keep telling y'all i'm not gonna stop saying that i love my husband um so I hope you guys are going to stay tuned for episode three. Again, I'm super excited. Thank you guys for the feedback. Yes, this was almost an hour, y'all. Um, And again, give me some time. As time goes on, these episodes will improve. I promise to give you, you know, good, interesting content. I will not bore you guys. I promise you I won't. I'll try my best. Um, Again. I'm on Apple Podcasts now, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts. Um, if you have any questions, any comments, any feedback, you want to jump on here with me, swap some stories or whatever, email me, guys. Email me, wetlockchroniclespodcast at gmail.com. Yesterday, I gave the incorrect um, <laughs> uh, social media. So the Instagram is wetlock chronicles podcast the twitter is wetlock podcast so make sure you guys follow make sure you guys subscribe 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 help me get these listeners up guys like for real help me get these listeners up um and again thank you guys so much so much for um joining me so much for going on this journey with me i know my last episode that i did and i'm redoing now i I had so many other things that i said i can't remember but hey unscripted uncut um and that's how i'm coming that's how i'm giving it to you i so appreciate you guys thank you so much for all the feedback and um hey i'm going to make me a balloon sandwich (laughs) so you guys be blessed be blessed be safe and welcome to wetlock